You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. And altimeter data confirms that Ingenuity has performed its first flight, the first flight of a powered aircraft to another planet. Update. The Mars helicopter Ingenuity made history this morning as the first aircraft ever flown by humans on another planet. My guest on this episode of Talking Taiwan is Dr. Zheng Yin, NASA scientist and driver of Mars rover Perseverance. I initially interviewed Dr. Yin on April 9th. This past Friday, April 16th, I spoke with him again, and he gave me an important update. This past Friday, April 16th, I spoke with him about why the Mars helicopter's first flight was delayed from April 12th. So this first flight uh, has a little hiccup. The hiccup is the, uh, we call it the watchdog. Uh, it's a software on board the helicopter. It actually uh, restricts the, the time for the helicopter spin their uh, uh, propeller. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that watchdog turns out being turned on too early and shut down too early. So in the fly mode, uh, it just like cut off the, the fly early. Mm-hmm. So as yesterday, we did another test run, which is we call it a high-speed spin. We're still waiting for the data. So hopefully everything goes well. So we have, uh, we have the, the 60 minutes, Anderson, Anderson Cooper was... <laughs> was bringing his entourage mm-hmm. with the, all the camera just like, yeah. you know, swirl around. And um, so, you know, uh, we explained uh, what we're we doing. You know, he took the footage. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I think yeah. the whole world is is watching the this little helicopter. Hopefully it will be... Uh, <laughs> Success. So yes, ex- explain what we just saw with the Perseverance image. It's actually a video, which is great. It's grounded at first and then shows us hovering our three meters above the Martian surface and then touching back down. It's amazing, brilliant. We can now say that human beings have flown a rotorcraft on another planet. I'm pleased to share my full interview with Dr. Yen on this momentous day. Here's our interview. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Yen. Hi, Felicia. Thank you for inviting me. Great. Um, so what's it, what has it been like since you've been living on Earth in Mars time? What's it been like so far? Yeah, that's uh, we've been uh, right now is uh, probably 10 o'clock on Mars. So what we did is uh, over last night uh, and this morning, we prepared the uh, sequence. Uh, so we're basically up from 10 o'clock last night to like six in the morning. So, so far, so good. You, you basically just like live in uh, day and night, kind of like shifting every day by 40 minutes. So... Well, it's uh, pretty tough for my family, but uh, myself is so exciting. So, yeah. Yeah, it, just... I can't even imagine. It's uh, history making. It's 
very unique experience. Um, so um, speaking of that, what were you doing before you started working for NASA? Yeah, I I did uh, a, a startup for five years or so, and then I went back to academia. Uh, it was in Minnesota. Um, and then uh, after that, I come to JPL. So it's um, about 23 years mm-hmm. in JPL. Was it always a dream of yours to work in space exploration or aeronautics? Well, my story is this. So in 1997, I was in Minnesota. It's very cold, right? Mm-hmm. At that time, there was a bare, bare minimum internet. The internet browser called uh, Nascape. Right. So during the winter time, actually, I was watching the 1997 NASA have this experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like, you know, this mission, we have an experiment to helicopter. So at that experiment, there's a small vehicle, rover called Sojourner. So I was like totally you know, inspired by that. That that was my inspiration to come to JPL. Um, so 20 years later, you know, now we have a helicopter that's, I, I, you know, this is the biggest news. In fact, helicopter going to fly, we, we're going to uh, streaming to the whole world. I, wow. I hope there's somebody, you know. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> will be, yeah, maybe somebody. <laughs> Yeah, I would be uh, inspired by that. And then, you know, just keep keep doing the uh, space exploration. That's amazing. Are you right. referring to, is that the ingenuity that you're referring to? Yes, yes. Ingenuity is going to fly in uh, a couple of days. Wonderful. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that and how ingenuity communicates with Perseverance and Mars Rover and all that. Um, and yeah, being in Minnesota, that's that's pretty cold because you're originally from Taiwan, right? That's right. Uh, then I went to Iowa, Minnesota, for Midwest. Totally changed. You know, snow. Never see snow before <laughs> back in Taiwan. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a quite change. Where did your interest from science and space come from? Well, um, I. I, I, I wasn't a really kind of like a good student back in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. So when I get to Iowa, that's my last chance, right? <laughs> so, so I studied, uh, I studied hard there. And then um, uh, really, you know, at that time, uh, people come from Taiwan, you have to study. And, and, and when I got out, like, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically uh, STEM students has the best chance to get <laughs> to mm. a job, right? Right. So I, I, I think that's, that's basically what I kind of driven myself to. But then um, just like opportunity um, hits, right? Uh, when I was in Minnesota, I, I watched the small rover roaming mm-hmm. on Mars. That's mm-hmm. That's my introduction. Mm-hmm. So I kind of dig into all the space exploration, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all that stuff is, uh, is fascinating yeah. to me. So, Can you talk a little bit, like, what did you see when you saw that for your first time that you saw the small rover? And, like, what was that like compared to what the Perseverance is now? 
Yeah. Um, you know, when I was in Minnesota, that was uh, I, I work in the center called Army High Performance Computing. Mm-hmm. So my job is really just to uh, to look at the, the vehicle design, especially mm-hmm. for Army, like mm-hmm. tank, like Humvee, oh. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very close to what I, I doing, you know, the, the, the ground vehicle. And then I saw this small rover. I say, why did I do all this Humvee? But there's a vehicle on Mars, right? Yeah. That was the coolest thing. Yeah. So that, that's actually hit me. And then uh, the next summer, I went to uh, Rome. There's a conference. And I bump into this guy from JPL. And I talked to him. Wow. I say, hey, I just totally dig this small rover. Wow. He said, well, by the way, we just want to start this, this rover business in, in JPL. I hmm. said, well, sign me on. That's that's how that's how you really know. how serendipitous. I think it was in the stars or something for you to be on this um, project. Quite interesting. Um, so you've been on four Mars exploration missions. Can you talk about what changes you've seen in that time? Um, like perhaps there's been some changes in NASA's technology or what you've seen, what we know about Mars since that first mission. Right. So the first mission I had is the uh, Mars Exploration Rover that's called Spirit in Opportunity. It's about a coffee table size rover. So it's mm-hmm. a smaller rover. Mm-hmm. The instrument uh, on that is basically trying to find, was there water on Mars before? Mm-hmm. Because uh, we have an orbiter on Mars. So we know Mars now is very cold and dry. So the question for finding life, you know, somewhere else than Earth is to find, is there water? Mm-hmm. Is there energy? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, so the first two mission, uh, the first two rover is actually geologist, right? Just like sea is there ancient water, surface water on, on Mars? Um, then um, after that curiosity, then we bring some sort of a instrument on board. We can do uh, onboard testing. We can get the soil sample and test the net. Um, that's have certainly a, a, a big jump of yeah. uh, like instrumentation onboard mm-hmm. stuff. So for this mission, I mean, I think that the, the biggest technology jump certainly is the coming uh, ingenuity, uh, the, the helicopter test. But also we have a small uh, robot inside the belly of this rover. Hmm. So the mission is to take sample, uh, put it in the tube, right? Yeah. And then uh, later mission, maybe two, three, four years later, we, we send the tube sample back to Earth. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, if we find something, so it, which is indicated there's some sort of, you know, genetic stuff or uh, organic stuff, mm-hmm. uh, that usually means that the, 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 the particle or the, the, the material is pretty big. Mm-hmm. And and so we need to have a uh, good testing equipment to be able to tell 
Is that so? So, so what do we want to find? Mm-hmm. We want to find the genetic stuff, like you know, um, what made up the DNA, RNA, because mm-hmm. all the all the um, uh, planet or or animal is coming from these uh, building block, right? Right. So amino acid, basically. Mm-hmm. So can we find that? Mm-hmm. That's that's the question here. I read that you and your team had to design some kind of custom navigation software for the rover, um, and it utilizes technologies including 3D visualization and virtual augmented reality. So I'm very curious about what it's like, quote-unquote, driving the rover, like is the interface like similar or does it look like, like a virtual reality video game? Yeah. I, I got that question a, a lot from, especially from, you know, K to 12 kids. And I always say yes, it's, <laughs> but, but in reality, that's, that's, it's more right. Yeah. Um, because after all, we are not uh, playing a game, and uh, yeah. if, if some character died, then you can just revive it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we're we're, we're control a, a twenty five or two point five billion dollar um, vehicle. Yeah. So we need to we need to be very careful about it. There's a lot of engineering detail, but like you said, the, the tool um, to build a VR and um, AR environment that's is for human like us to understand. So, so that is pretty cool technology, and I would say uh, it would take more than just playing a you know a video game, but but also you need to be able to learn what's the 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 encoder value, the the motor value, and so all, all that stuff. But but it's it's a lot of information to assimilate it, and then you can make the command of the rover, right? I was curious when we were talking about the four um, missions. I think you you mentioned three, like the first one, the Curiosity, and the current one. Was there a fourth one in between there? Um. We also have some lander mission, right? So it's not like we, we have the Phoenix mission, which mm-hmm. is a lander, land on the polar area. Uh, uh, and then we have a uh, inside mission, which is just uh, still running. Is a lander. We put a uh, seismometer on, on Mars. We're trying to find is there's a Mars quake. Right. Is is the is the this that we want to learn what's the you know core of the Mars? Mm-hmm. Is there still something you know moving like the, the seismic mm-hmm. move and so on? Mm-hmm. Right. Great. Um, and how do you and your team communicate with the Perseverance? Um, it being so far away. Yeah, so the the typical communication every day is what we we have the orbiter on uh, on Mars. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, the orbiter, so satellite on Mars will take um, signal from from the from the rover. Um, so usually every day is from fifteen minutes to. Uh, half an hour 
So during that time, you know, thinking of uh, about your cell life is the same uh, structure.、Mm-hmm. So every day you should have ten to half an hour、uh, window, so you can get the message to the arbiter. The arbiter then send that relay that the message back to Earth.、Mm-hmm. So every day we have. Depends on how the flight path.、Mm-hmm. We should have,、uh, you know,、um, from tens of gigabit of、uh, bytes of、uh, information to hundred megabytes of information. So it's not that it's not not, not that much. It's actually pretty.、Uh, just like your your home home、uh, Wi-Fi. Okay, but it's it's only for like half an hour. Something else I was wondering about is what happens if part of Perseverance is broken? Can it repair itself? We need to solve that problem. We means、uh-huh. actually us, right? <laughs> so there there's no triple A. There's no other, <laughs> you、right. know, uh, 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 you know. Repair shop there. So, so, so I can give you example like、uh, Curiosity lost the drill.、Uh-huh. So, Opportunity have this uh, uh, Curiosity have the drill. The drill、yeah. is like the、uh, we call the percussion.、Mm-hmm. Use the percuss. So, it's a, it's a, if you see on the sideway sidewalk, some people you know holding that big、yes. you know machine to do the pounding.、Right. That's the same same mechanism there. Okay. So so Curiosity's percussion、uh, engine or motor broke down. Oh. So what do you do? You not repair it. You just still doing some、uh, drill without percussion, but but use just the the, the rotation、hmm. to drill make it、uh, a hole, right?、Mm-hmm. So you need to push it down and so on. Um, so, so there's all kind of、uh, problem for all kind of, you know, Mars can throw all kind of different problem、yeah. to you, but、uh, it just it, that that's that's make this job kind of、uh, interesting in my opinion. Right, right, right. But so far, no major、uh, breakdown or anything. Yeah, knocking、prepared. on wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's amazing.、Um, and how? Um, can the rover run for a year? Like I, I don't know how long it's going to be there, but can it run for such a long time, like years or however long, without with the same power without refueling? Right. So the power we call the engine is called RTG, which is、mm-hmm. actually nuclear powered.、Uh, when I say nuclear power, you think of、uh, like the nu- nuclear submarine,、mm-hmm. right? So those those are、um, generate electricity. And that electricity going to put into a battery,、mm-hmm. and that battery can can keep from these these、uh, nuclear reactor.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can runs from eight to ten years. Oh, I see. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And how long will Perseverance be on Mars?、Um, is there like when? Do you know when it's going to be returning on returning to Earth, or how long it's going to be on Mars? Now it, it won't returning to to Earth because it's too heavy, and we don't have enough power to send it back.、Uh, but but it will last 
at least to the next mission to get the sample. And uh, all the sample now is stored, or we're going to take the sample, and those sample too, we're going to store onboard um, Perseverance. So until next mission, go there, and then we either drop the sample on the ground, have another thatch rover coming to pick up the sample, or you know, Perseverance is going to drive to the landing place and then give those sample to the lander and the lander will send a ascending rocket and send mm-hmm. it back to, to Earth. Mm-hmm. So at least six years, I would say. Oh, wow. Right. Because Curiosity is being running for um, almost nine years, seven, uh, eight years now, mm-hmm. right? So since uh, 2012. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's interesting because curiosity is already there. So I'm wondering where is um, perseverance in relation to curiosity and will perseverance and curiosity be interacting at all? No, they they are on the map is probably fairly close, but really the distance is probably from LA to New York. Oh. That's, that's the real distance. Right. Right now, Curiosity is like uh, going up to the mountain. That mountain um, is about 5,000 meters. Uh, we're not going to expect the rover can climb all the way, but it's, it's on, the, on the vicinity of that mountain and going to Mount Climber Mo right now. Uh, yeah, it, it's not going to have a interaction. Do you know how long you're going to be working on this mission if, the, if Perseverance is estimated to be um, working on Mars for about six years? Yeah, I uh, I would do the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so uh, our prime mission, meaning the whole design of this phase of the mission is about one Martian uh, year. Mm-hmm. One Martian year is two Earth year. Right. So it landed just about uh, February. Mm-hmm. So you add two years to that. That's the prime mission phase. Mm-hmm. So after that, you know, if I, uh, if the next mission come, if people, I mean, uh, I was needed in the next mission, I, I probably jump to do the next mission, which is the simple return. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I will I will still keep an eye on <laughs> perseverance as always. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you mentioned that it's 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 hard it's kind of hard to live on the Mars time because right? it's always shifting by forty minutes. Um, how does that affect your um, life? Like you said, it's kind of hard for your family to deal with that. What's that? Yeah. Like? Well, um, fortunately, I don't have like school age kids. Yeah. Uh, to take care of uh, some of my colleagues have uh, school age kids, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so what happened is the like I'm on shift. I was on shift Monday and Wednesday. So Monday I was start at two o'clock in the morning. Wednesday was uh, three o'clock in the in the morning. Wow. Uh, so so that that's sort of a you know, to tell you the the differences is uh, you you're going to have a you know work ten hours 
and the uh, shift. But then um, the other time you you come home, it's like you know three o'clock in the afternoon, but you feel really tired. Yeah. <laughs> and if you go to sleep, and then next day you probably woke up in the in the you know one o'clock, two o'clock. Yeah. Uh, even though you know you still have a full day of work, start at eight or nine. Mm-hmm. You know that's yeah. that's really the. It, it's just like the biological clock is. Yeah. It's a little kind of hard for some people to adjust. How has COVID impacted you, your job, and like uh, your work at NASA? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. So. JPL has a very uh, rigid. Uh, uh, process for since last March, well, a year ago, right? So, so we have to uh, limited people can access lab. So for us, uh, the real problem is that uh, we have to go on lab and get the screening. Uh, we have every day uh, have to do the screening. And on shift, you need to put on uh, the uh, mask. So it's a uh, it's a uh, ten hours long. Mm. Uh, if you sit indoor inside, which we all sit in, inside, uh, we have this mask on, and also we have the, the space Social spacing distance, issue, yeah. right? Keep the distance, and and so so they're uh, they're. We, 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 we kind of uh, get used to the doing the uh, WebEx, Zooming, and all that uh, to communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. In fact, the most of the science team, because this is an international collaboration, so uh, there's no science team member. In the past, the science team would travel to JPL, to Pasadena, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we co-locate it. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it's just like everybody go through these uh, WebEx meetings, mm-hmm. you know, talking to each other and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting right. used to it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a new reality, at least for now. I also know that there was a long video of the of the landing of the rover. Um, what made that possible? Right. So since last time, last time on Wednesday is, uh, you know, 2012, the Curiosity rover, we landed with the, you know, the landing thing is pretty, you have to choreograph very well because it, it, it goes to the speed higher than the speed of the bullet, right? Yeah. And then you stop it with the, mm. say, seven and seven and a half minutes. Mm. So they're choreographed like, you know, you have the heat shield, and mm-hmm. you have to drop the heat shield. Then you have to pop the uh, 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 parachutes. The parachute going to slowly the further down. Then you have this jetpack. We call it sky crane. The sky crane going to. So every stage um, for for this particular mission, I, I was talking to some of the, some of our our people. Say, hey, can we put some sort of a GoPro? type of uh, camera there <laughs> and for sure and this guy called justin uh so so he just pushed for that case so we put like four or five you know wow. uh, totally like total i think it's like six 
mm-hmm. GoPro type oh. of uh, camera mm. there. So, so that's how we get the uh, video back. Oh, incredible! It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's great, and make people so excited to see what's going on. That's amazing. Did you think that the landing was going to be successful? Did you, did you have any doubts or any concerns about the landing for Perseverance? Oh, this is this kind of thing is always a thrill uh, because is that anything you know is all you know, automatic, we call autonomous and then such a high speed, you know, everything has to be just right. right? Uh, So, so it it, it was, it was pretty exciting, no matter how many, how you cut it, (laughs) how many times you, you watched it. It's Mm -hmm. just, just very exciting. That's why you see in the, on on the TV or, you know, people jump up and down. Plus you, you spend six, years to do this kind of stuff wow. right mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. uh if if successful then you know everything good yeah i know that the rover's wheels are metal um and is there any reason why they're metal rather than rubber or some other material yeah rubber is not going to sustain very cold weather so on Mars, uh, at night is minus eighty Cecil, oh. eighty degree, minus wow. eighty degree. So it's a it's, wow. it's, it's the place you can really yeah. have the rubber right. stuff. And we talked about the Ingenuity drone helicopter it recently touched down. In fact, I think last weekend. And um, how does it communicate with the Perseverance? Ah, that's a good question. Uh, so obviously you pay attention to it, right? <laughs> so helicopter, it's only the helicopter is very small. The total weight for that is about four pounds. Oh. And most of that is like the blade. We have like two blades. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a, a carbon fiber. Mm-hmm. It's very light, right? Mm-hmm. So, so if you add everything up, uh, total pay, payload, when, when I say payload, is that uh, um, uh, the instrument we put in there, right? Mm-hmm. It's about uh, 40 grand. 40 grand, right? Oh, okay. 40 grand is only a camera. So mm-hmm. by that, the communication um, the, the, is, is with the radio. Mm-hmm. The radio cannot be that big. Mm-hmm. So... So we use the same communication architecture, like the rover talked to the orbiter mm-hmm. and the orbiter sent back to Earth. So the helicopter is going to talk to the rover. Mm-hmm. The rover then send all the file to orbiter and the mm-hmm. orbiter back to. So, so, so rover is a relay. Um, and also the, the, the antenna of the um, helicopter is so small, so mm-hmm. rover has to be nearby. Oh. It cannot be flying, right. you know, over the place. And then right. we have to have a line of sight to that uh, uh, antenna. So this is uh, this is actually our job. So we have to look at finding a higher place for rover to park mm-hmm. to be able to take video okay. of the fly. And also right. to be able to communicate with the helicopter. Right. So you're essentially, you're saying the helicopter uses radio to communicate with Perseverance? Yes. Okay. 
So what's the significance of having a helicopter on Mars? Like, how will this little helicopter ex- contribute to the exploration and research on Mars? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. Uh, in fact, we have a global survey uh, pictures on Mars. So in some place on Mars, is uh, it has a, a seasonal overflow of some licorice thing coming mm-hmm. out. Uh, it, it's almost like if you go to, uh, I was in, uh, I was visit uh, Tibet uh, at some point uh, back like 10, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. There are like water coming out from very steep uh, 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 mountain range, mm-hmm. right? So we have some of the picture like mm-hmm. that. So, so one of the helicopters um, platform we can use is to the rover not going to get there, so so helicopter can get there, right? So places like that, uh, if we have this helicopter platform, then this is this would be great. Plus helicopter, if if later on we have a human uh, habitat, this is the most efficient way to travel. So we can develop some sort of a flying drone to deliver, you know, Amazon package. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sort of thing like that, right? <laughs> sure. So, you know. Anything's possible. You also mentioned that um, the Perseverance will be taking samples and leaving them on Mars, um, and then they will be picked up by a future rover. Um, mm-hmm. How are they going to be found by this future rover and why are you doing it this way? Uh, because we we have the, okay, there's a, this, this is this is more deep in the, in the engineering <laughs> side. So, so in order to send um, the, um, the the sample back, you need to have a um, rocket essentially, to throw the, the sample up to the orbiter, mm-hmm. to the orbit of Mars, and mm-hmm. then there's a spacecraft to, to capture it mm-hmm. and then send it back to, to mm-hmm. Earth. Mm-hmm. So you can see from Earth to Mars, you know, that those rocket is pretty big, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, tons of uh, uh, propellant and, and all that in, in the... So on Mars, the, the gravitation pull is smaller, but mm-hmm. and also atmosphere is smaller. So you can send pretty lightweight stuff back. Mm-hmm. But but imagine the whole thing. How big did the rocket on on Earth we need yeah, yeah. to send everything there? Yeah. So it it cannot be put in that way. So we have to separate that in a sort of. A, different stage, even on, on, on Earth, right? The, the big rockets have mm-hmm. usually four stage, three, mm-hmm. three four, five stage, mm-hmm. right? So, so that is the reason we, we don't have enough capacity to send everything there mm-hmm. and then send everything back in mm-hmm. one shot. Mm-hmm. So it has to be two shots, right? Right, right. And then how is the how is are those samples going to be found and located by a future rover? Yeah. yeah. So so they're 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 still in design uh, because the next mission uh, we haven't decided what 
exactly the rover looked like.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, our our current plan is to first to capture all the sample within Perseverance、mm-hmm. first, and then see if uh, if uh, we drive the Perseverance to the lander side and drop it on the ground. So basically. On the bottom of the perseverance, there's an open hole.、Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a little. The tube is sitting in some rack. So、mm-hmm. we have like forty-three tubes.、Mm-hmm. So once the tube is filled, we can put it back. Okay,、mm-hmm. and and if we want to drop drop out the, the rover, the small arm inside will pick that tube up, and then move to a a drop place. There's a like a kicker、mm-hmm. <laughs> mechanism,、mm-hmm. so when you drop that, and the kicker going to kick it out,、mm-hmm. so it will be underneath the rover, and then rover, you know, drive away, and that 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 tube will be there.、Mm-hmm. So, but, but then the rover that comes later, how is it going to find the sample that was left there? Uh, we have documentation, right? So we 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 know we have a map, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we and then、Before、we have where things have been dropped. Right. We we have we're going to mark that exactly, and then the future rover also have this like、uh, vision、uh, to to be able to tell this is the tube, right?、Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that that is all kind of、uh, designed that way. So you dropped it. You not dropped it like buried in the sand or something. You、mm-hmm. have to be in some、uh, bedrock area so that、right. it's not, you know, easily being covered by sand. Or you、mm-hmm. need other rover to dig in to right, <laughs> to right. find the tube, right? Right. Yeah. So there has to be some planning as to where these、um, samples will be dropped. Also. Right. Right.、Um, th- The Chinese are going to attempt to land a rover on Mars.、Um, is that going to, in any way, affect Perseverance or any future rovers?、Um, I wouldn't think so. This is a big planet, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I, I got asked to say, "Hey,、uh, how far away is the Chinese rover going to land?"、Uh, based on the information we have, they They they're going to land in a very big area,、um, uh, which is nearby. But when I say nearby, if we put two dots there,、mm-hmm. our current Jezero、uh, uh, crater was their, pre- you know,、uh, prepared landing place. It's about from I guess you're you're in New York, right? Yeah. Probably from New York to Chicago. That far away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nominally. Yeah. Right. So you wouldn't it wouldn't have to, you know we we wouldn't find each other. We don't need to use our laser to to fight our <laughs> a battle there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, and speaking of like uh you know fighting each other on Mars, like when do you think a human mission is going to reach Mars? When do you think that could be possible? Yeah, that's a that's a question, but but I always think this is a more political question than a technology question,、yeah. right? So, in terms of technology, you 
our current technology, you do have the capacity, say, mm-hmm. send a mm-hmm. couple of people, you know, journey there for, you know, um, some years and coming back. But the question is really the cost. Right? Yeah. So that's why it's the, it's mm-hmm. the political question. It's like, do you want to spend, uh, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars yeah yeah so it could be possible or do you think it could be possible that someone like elon musk or someone could be the first to land humans on mars i you know i give less than 50 50 chance for Mm -hmm. a non-governmental entity would do that because you 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 see if if you do this purely just for your own joy um that's the other thing. But if it's a, it's a commercial entity, it has to have some motivation to do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know there's enough commercial sort of a motivation to, to do that. It has right. to come in from some government uh, push. That's, right. that's what I feel. Right. What are your thoughts about Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin? You know, the Blue Origin now hired a squire, Steve Squire, who's my friend. He's uh, he's the famous PI for Spirit and Opportunity. You know, I I I basically think they are they are capable group of people to be able to do a lot of good for space exploration. I think Blue Origin right now is thinking uh, go to the moon first, right? I just know, you know, when you get a good group of people, good brand there, you always achieve something. You do think that it could be possible because we do have the technology, but it's also a question of cost. But it would be possible to colonize Mars in the next 30 years. You think that's within the realm of possibility? I hope so. I just don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I I, I want to see people's foot on Mars uh, while still alive. But you know, that's yeah. a, that's a, that's totally uh, up to the the how much the cost, right? That's really the the question here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and beyond Mars, like, what do you think is the next planet surface that NASA is going to explore? Yeah, we have this Europa mission. Europa is one of the satellites of uh, Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has uh, basically the surface of Europa is OIs, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, science scientists basically think there's an ocean underneath that. Since you have ocean and then, then you have heat uh, and so on and so forth. You can read from... from all the, uh, you know, you can Google it. Mm-hmm. So that's another place that possibly it could find life or, you know, building block of lives. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also some satellite um, yeah, for Saturn. It's have the same similar characteristic. You, you, you can see water vapor of those places and so on. So those are those are the the place we can go to find you know possible life. Mm-hmm. So that that is uh, I think Europa probably uh, will come first. Mm-hmm. 
Could you talk a bit more about why water is used as the standard to explore for life? Life form as we know it, it all depends on water, mm-hmm. because the life, all the life form has is the DNA, RNA,、mm-hmm. the you know the protein.、Mm-hmm. That's that's all. All you know, you go to the the any life on、mm-hmm. Earth.、Mm-hmm. That's that's s- simple. You know, virus and so on. This is、mm-hmm. all have that. Element there, right?、Mm-hmm. So it all depends on on water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so this is why NASA's exploration.、Um, you know, the biggest question is:、um, is there life outside Earth? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, our strategy is following the water.、Mm-hmm. So, so as long as you have water, you have energy. And then the the idea is they 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 are possible of life to originate it、mm-hmm. from that, but as as a form of life,、um, it could be very different than Earth、mm-hmm. life, right?、Mm-hmm. There are some some science fiction. Uh, movie say oh there are life form from say silicon. Right,、mm-hmm. it's a, because we use silicon to do computers and all that stuff,、mm-hmm. and you don't need to have have、uh, water for it. But unfortunately, we don't have silicon life originated from nature,、mm-hmm. right?、Mm-hmm. You can you can say, hey, I made computer chips, <laughs> but then it's man-made. Yeah, and you you hardly call it call、mm-hmm. it、uh, mm-hmm. life, right?、Mm-hmm. Because it cannot reproduce itself.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so 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 that is, that is the the reason we following the water.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.、Um, and I actually wanted to go back to the question I asked you before about the four missions that you've been on. Like, what have we learned about Mars in that time? Like in those four missions, like how is Are the knowledge that NASA or that we have now of Mars like changed from that first mission to right now? That that's a great question. So, Mars Exploration Rover Spirit and Opportunity find there past water surface water、mm-hmm. on on Mars, and then we have in between we have a Phoenix mission, which is a lander land on this polar area. Mm-hmm. And then we dug into the soil. We find ice.、Mm-hmm. So, so there are water there.、Mm-hmm. It's, it's just not in the liquid form. It's、right. in the maybe in underground and so on. And then Curiosity further、uh, find that the water、uh, or the liquid form of water at that time. Um, it was pretty、um, neutral, which means it's not too、uh, acidic,、mm-hmm. so that the life cannot live in there. So、uh-huh. it's, a, it's a pretty kind of a, you know neutral,、uh, just like the Earth drinking water, probably、okay. a little kind of acidic.、Uh-huh. So 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 we we do have the environment for Mars to have life.、Mm. So this mission then is to say, okay, since that period is 
wet and warm on that planet. So can we find some evidence of life, you know, uh, exist there or being, being uh, you know, spawned out from, from that kind of environment? So, so that is the whole, you know, it's, it's, this is uh, one of the reasons Perseverance, the name Perseverance, is because this is uh, over 20 years, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like a long time. And, um, you know, science is like this, right? You want to establish uh, what is truth. You need mm-hmm. to have really methodically go through each step. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so hopefully perseverance can find some, some, you know, interesting sample. And then somebody from the, from the science community can, can get a good story of, yeah, there, there were live or there is live <laughs> right now, because the, the, a lot of people thinking if light exists on Mars, it will be underground, right? It's mm-hmm. not going to be the surface, Hmm. So if we can d- dig in, you know, find some evidence, that would be that would be great. <laughs> That's really fascinating. Um, but I have a lot of contradictory feelings about this because um, it's quite exciting to do this exploration and try to understand if there's uh, life on another planet. But however, we are drilling in this planet. Um, what are your thoughts about that? First of all, what we did on Mars is just like minuscule. Okay. Uh, because this is a big planet, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine even even we've been there for o- over 20 years. Mm-hmm. We have like four or five different, you know, plus other country, you know, robotic surface, robotic uh, um, thing there. It's still very, very, we, we only goes to like the, 25 kilometer, 25 kilometer is really okay. small area. Yeah. 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 But I mean, and there's a, I think the, the question, the quest, a, a human quest, right? Say, are we alone mm-hmm. in, the, in the universe? Mm-hmm. That, that is, that is really a, a strong kind of uh, calling, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't want to know? There's yeah. a, are we really alone? Why do you think that the quest to answer the question, are we really alone in this universe, so strong for humankind? I, I actually just have a little discussion with somebody on this. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is just the human nature, right? I mean, inspiration is like, you're not going to, I mean, as a human, as a race, we always, yeah, I, I think I think the, the most... Uh, easy way to talk to your audience on this question is that you know I myself I'm a fan of Star Trek, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at if you watch those, is 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 a it's a sort of a a, a human nature um, to fulfill that calling for finding the unknown, explore the unknowns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that that is, I think, is the the the. Uh, um, st- so, if you look at our our Mars mission, the naming of all the rovers, right? You have spirit, so that's human spirit, mm-hmm. right? Opportunity, 
you explore, you find opportunity. Then curiosity, that's, that's actually another big motivation mm-hmm. for, for exploration, right? Mm-hmm. And then this perseverance. If you're trying to find the answer for some question you have burning in your mind or in your, in your brain, uh, you need to have scientific method to, uh, you, you need to have a perseverance to, to search for that answer, to, to actually methodically uh, get the answer correct, right? So that's, that's, that's sort of like the scene of, of the uh, Mars exploration. I mean, certainly you have uh, also the inspiration of human being at some point will have a habitat in other place other than Earth, right? And Mars is an obvious choice. So all of all, I think it's just as long as we are living and breathing and uh, alive, then I think that's just nature for human to explore. Yeah, and we're such social animals. And and I think it's also very interesting how uh, the rovers are named. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know it's not NASA that names it, but there's some kind of contest, right? Yeah, I mean, so, so I was just mentioned that the naming of the rover, Spirit and Opportunity, that's the uh, Mars Exploration Rover. So by the, the mission's name called the Mars Exploration Rovers, is basically we just trying to explore Mars, right? So exploration is, is some sort of a it's you can look back on the on the history of human, um, especially the Western uh, country like England, Spain, uh, Portuguese. They start to uh, mm-hmm. circuit uh, to, to go around the world, right? So when those uh, sailors uh, in difficult situation, they always have this like spirit to go around to to be, you know, perseverance and 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 all the you know. You need to fight through mm-hmm. the difficulty, right? Mm-hmm. And then once you fight through the difficulty, you have the opportunity. So mm-hmm. spirit and opportunity actually naming is that uh, we do we do sort of exploration. We at that time there's really very little information. Um, the the only um, sort of the uh, goal for that rover is to find out uh, from the geological information find out what Mars are made up right and the major question is saying was there water on Mars so if if there was what surface water on Mars then you can ask more you know follow-up question would that water actually can uh, cultivate life right so then curiosity is that that the, the rover to come up to hopefully we can answer that question um, and then then curiosity's data come back and say yes those water is actually pretty uh, uh, easy for life to to grow in it um, then come to the question so 
was their life or is their life on Mars. That's why you have perseverance because we need to take sample. We need to bring um, our best to to bring the sample back to Earth to methodically go through all those sample and then um, hopefully you have a good answer to it. Say, hey, they are. There was this life. Uh, molecule exists in those places. Great analogy, like the human exploration and the exploration of Mars. And I found it interesting to learn that in order to name the rovers, NASA has actually run essay contests for K to 12 students. You mentioned that your career in the U.S. Or, or correct me if I'm wrong, started in Minnesota. Can you talk a little bit about what brought you to the U.S. from Taiwan initially? Um, so yeah, when I grew up, uh, I think at the time I I always have the, the dream to come to the states to to come continue my study or you know give me another opportunity because in my mind that at that time I feel Taiwan is more uh, it's more like have more restriction, right? I mean, as a young person, I want to be looking at the the world, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of stuff. So, so I came came to states to, to continue my um, graduate study here, and the rest is history. Because you you come here, you know, you find um, I have uh, certain success, and because I I earned my PhD. Mm-hmm. In, in the university and then uh, you know I, I find the work I like mm-hmm. um, here and then just like follow that that step um, so it's all come to I, I think it's at that time I, I usually talk to my kids right now and say oh you have to look further down the road you know 10 years from now what's mm-hmm. your want to be mm-hmm. But I didn't do that, right? <laughs> I, I, myself, it's like, okay, I, I, I just follow my heart. It's uh-huh. like, oh, this uh-huh. is a great opportunity, and, and this is a job I like. Yeah. Since I'm a mathematician type, I would say, you know, just optimize your local, uh, call the no, locally optimize your life, uh-huh. and eventually you get, <laughs> you get to someplace. So... Now, overall, you can say it's a dumb luck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe you need to revise the advice you're giving to your kids because you said this on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, and you ended up in Minnesota initially. That must have been a huge shock. No, I. Uh, the reason we choose Minnesota is that uh, we have some some friends, relatives okay. living there. So you know, and and it's a it's a it's a good working environment for me at mm-hmm. that time at least you know it's just like it's just you just you know what if <laughs> <laughs> what if at that time if I go to this place you know life will lead down a totally different route but uh, yeah right meaning Who California knows? instead of Minnesota yeah yeah I have yeah. The, I have the family yeah my mm-hmm. my brother is oh in 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 Bay Area mm-hmm. and at that mm-hmm. time we all mm-hmm. We say, yeah, we should go to California, but then, you know, who knows, right? 
I know that um, you also do a lot of work with community groups and schools and that you've even served on a, some kind of a governing board for a school district. Can you talk a little bit about your um, work with those groups and your interest in education? Yeah, I, um, so I have a daughter. So when, when my daughter started school, uh, we, we went to uh, public school. I'm trying to get more involved as a parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in Taiwan, our education system is very different. Yes. You basically just drop your kids to the school and then the teacher there just stuff <laughs> everything in, into your school. But here, you know, I learned that the culture is different and so on. So that is how I be interesting to be more involved in school district and so on. And then I find this, uh, there's, there's uh, in my community here, there's uh, about 50% of Asian population. Mm-hmm. Now it's probably 60%. Mm-hmm. In Asian country, we always be very, our value is education, right? Mm-hmm. Education, specifically education for STEM is, is, mm-hmm. is big. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you know, we always being told as a, as a student, you just have to do well in your test, your exam, and so on. So this is why I, I, uh, I was involved in the school board because I find uh, that time, you know, these competing interests in the school district, right? So some, some school district want to pump money into football, Mm-hmm. So, pump. I, I, I'm not. I'm not against it. Right. I'm just saying the school should, school district should reflect the people who funded the, the school district, mm-hmm. right? So, so, so yeah. In in, in California, that's uh, that's how we uh, we put up our property tax. So, so we should have a a seat on the mm-hmm. table to say. Mm-hmm. What's important for my kids' education, right? Right. So that is why why I was involved there, and also I feel uh, as a parent, you should just like contribute to the school district. Our school district is a very small school district. Mm-hmm. It's about like you know three thousand kids. Okay. So compared to other school, we cannot offer a lot of variety of things, mm-hmm. but then. Our school district also have very affluent parents group. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as an example, I work at JPL. Mm-hmm. I'm a, they call it the rocket scientist, right? <laughs> so I I can contribute to the school, yeah, with my background mm-hmm. to give kids more variety of things mm-hmm. can do. Mm-hmm. So in fact, I do my you know robotic team mm-hmm. in the high school and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Even though my, my, my daughter doesn't really like to, to do any of the robotic <laughs> thing. Uh, so, 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 so that, that was my, my kind of uh, motivation to do mm-hmm. all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. And so what do, you, what do you say to these kids that you come across when you're working on the robotics, if they're interested in space exploration or working for NASA? Or what, would you, what do you say to them? Um. You know, I, I, I think you, you just need to 
get your hands on the actually just do the thing you like to do, not just like read from the book, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so this is what the one of the reason I put I I, I so the um, start the uh, robotic team, the first robotic competition uh, they call FRC team and, mm-hmm. at high school. Mm-hmm. Now it's for almost 15, 18, 15 years, right? I, I, I wow. do that. And, and some people mm-hmm. graduate from that team. Now it's work uh-huh. for me in, in NASA, oh, in, wow. in JPL. That's amazing. <laughs> what an experience. Right. So, so yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's, that's just the, the way, you know, if, if parents want their kids to do something, first you, you need to spend time with this kid and then cultivate their interest. And usually if you just read from a book, you know, it doesn't really kind of like, I, I just take myself as an example. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, when I learn um, uh, programming, Mm-hmm. You know, the, it, it was giving me the problem is like F from one to 100. I say, I can do it in my brain. It's like, you know, a couple of seconds I can get uh-huh. to the answer. Why mm-hmm. I want to do this like uh-huh. long coding uh-huh. to do this, right? So, 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 so you need to get them something interesting to cultivate their, their, their sort of a, uh, 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 curiosity and, mm-hmm. and, and creativity and so on right so 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 i think i think you know for kids you if you're interested in doing um space you know just just nowadays you can you can go on youtube go on facebook or or google you can find a lot of information right and pick some information and and just dug into it and and find a chance to ask question why and how and so on. What advice do you have for people in general who are interested in a career in space exploration or aeronautics? Yeah, I think I think it's the same, right? Right now that the information is very open. Depends on your background. I think first of all, you I myself, I, I was uh, apply math and mechanical engineer. Mm-hmm. and do a computer science basically mm-hmm. so you need to have um, sort of a um, wide variety of different track you mm-hmm. can you can use like you know uh, math is very basic mm-hmm. but nowadays computer programming computer science is is very basic right mm-hmm. and then now you move on to the cloud computing, you know, artificial intelligence, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the more you get yourself Easter time, um, we will have the, the first fly information uh, coming down. Um, so it's, it's going to be real time. And then uh, at noontime-ish, we're going to have a press conference about the... the if you just Google, uh, there are many... I, I myself, I joined that uh, Facebook uh, group called the Perseverance on Mars or something. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just like, uh, I, I, I tell you a, a, a story. So, so a couple of days ago, I was uh, uh, on, on shift to take this uh, selfie. 
right? We have a <laughs> selfie, yeah, the yeah. rover selfie, yeah. and then with the with the helicopter on, on our uh-huh. side. Uh-huh. So that selfie is like sixty six or sixty seven picture stitched together. Wow! So when we first get the the um, the downlink, which is all the picture is coming down uh-huh. to the earth, uh-huh. and um, so you would think we're going to see the first picture, right? Yeah. The whole you know stitched together picture. Uh-huh. No, it was on Twitter. <laughs> Somebody oh. put it on Twitter. Wow! Yeah, I was, was like, we was like, what happened here? <laughs> it's like, and then uh, our science team, uh, which is in mainland uh, down in San Diego, they say, well, we put this uh, up there, and then some, and you know, somebody is like have a lot of time in their hand because when we do the downlink, we have to kind of like do all the other things, right? So mm-hmm. I have to read the, the engineering report and all that stuff. But people on the, on, on, on the web can do whatever they want. They can just like stitch things together. Oh. So we saw it on, on the, uh, that was on our, our kind of chat window. I say, what? <laughs> this is How on did they, so people can get access to that? Oh yeah, it's uh, oh. usually it came down because it's all kind of like we call it uh, the the cloud structure. Yeah. So it came down, and then if there's no nothing really kind of involved in the we call the ITAR or something, it's it's scientific data. It's just oh. always throw it out there out there for people to 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 take a look. Wow. Well, thank you so much for your time. No Is there anything else that you want to share um, with my listeners about what you're doing with Perseverance or NASA? Uh, no, I, I think, you know, just, just following us, you know, again, this is, uh, this is, uh, I mean, it's, I'm excited to see the, uh, I think this, uh, the helicopter going to be another milestone and Perseverance would do, Wonderful thing. Hopefully, in the next five to ten years, we bring something back from Mars. That would be totally cool. Yeah, yeah. I think all the NASA mission is meant for the mankind to have more knowledge or, uh, and, and being to new places. So we want to bring you along with our journey uh, on Mars. So keep your uh, interest in either, you know, social media or official NASA site to check in upon on us, right? There, they won't be like uh, earth shadowing news probably because, you know, there's no dinosaur uh, we found. So, but, you know, that said, all the picture is real. So, so go on to the site enjoy the the scenery and ride along with us okay wonderful thank you so much dr yen i really appreciate your time all right thank you i've been speaking with dr yen nasa scientist and the driver of the mars perseverance rover for more information or links to any of the items mentioned in this episode visit our website talkingtaiwan.com 
It's been our pleasure to bring you engaging content about interesting people and topics connected to Taiwan. We really appreciate all of the feedback and support that we've been getting. Just this past week, we've gotten a couple of great reviews on Apple Podcasts with listeners saying things like, Felicia and her guests touch on important social issues happening both in the U.S. and Taiwan. One of the most underrated hidden gems in podcasts regarding Taiwan. Host Felicia Lin, for nearly a solid decade, has given immensely credible, trustworthy, and deeply informed coverage of all things Taiwanese. We thank you for your reviews. It helps Talking Taiwan to get discovered by others. Now you can also support us on Patreon. Help keep this podcast independently produced and commercial-free. For a contribution starting at $5 a month or $60 a year, you can be the first to know about upcoming guests and invited to a quarterly AMA or Ask Me Anything session with me. Join us for the next episode of Talking Taiwan when I'll be speaking with Eric Chang about China's April 12th incursion into Taiwan's air defense identification zone. If you enjoyed this episode of Talking Taiwan, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, tell a friend about us, or rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.